The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. There are, there are some good eating here today. Uh, there are some really good eating. And it's all on Seattle. And I want to thank Seattle for that. Uh, because uh, it's just, it feels good. It just, it just feels good. And uh, not for the reason that I think most people in Seattle would think. Uh, you know, they've, they've done some crazy things. You know, the 15, you know, $15 uh, hour wage, which is killing business in yep. Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and I didn't even know that, that two years ago uh, that, they were, uh, that they were just so disgusted by Wells Fargo Bank for being involved in the oil and gas industry that they, they just had to stop using them as this official Seattle bank. And, what if, uh, what is Wells Fargo were they what did they say do you know back at the time, at the time yeah at the time they're trashing them yeah at the time they said while we're disappointed that the city has decided to end our 18 year relationship we stand by ready to support Seattle with its financial services needs in the future now they haven't issued a statement now that Seattle is crawling back and I don't know if that's because they're just they're better men than me they're better women. They're better people. Uh, you know, they have more self-control, you know, or if they recognize that none of them have enough self-control to actually stand in front of a microphone <laughs> and go, yeah, yeah, Seattle came crawling back on its belly to us. <laughs> so I'm not I'm not sure what that is, especially when you hear, um, you know, especially when you hear from Olivia Onefeather. Um, um, hmm? Olivia Onefeather? Yeah, Olivia Onefeather. She was one of the people that was leading the campaign. Apparently, um, you know, you've been you've been a city setting the example to the world, and I look to you to do that now. When big, big cities such as this do the right thing, it sparks hope in the world because water is life. Oh, water is life. Yeah, water That's is right. life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Olivia Onefeather. Water no longer and, life. You know, I read this story and I read Olivia Onefeather, and uh, and I thought to myself, man, I miss Seattle. No, no, I don't at all. <laughs> and Seattle, you know why. Um, <laughs> Seattle's, uh, I think uh, many of our audience members there feel the same way. Yes, yes, they do. If you're living in Seattle, there is hope. There is hope. And let me give you some hope. I'm going to give you, uh, uh, I'm going to give you something uh, today from Dick's Drive-Ins. Now, if you're not from Seattle, you probably have never heard of Dick's Drive-Ins, but Dick's is a uh, is a an establishment, uh, you know, that's just making burgers and fries and stuff and really good. And it's been around for a long, long time. Now, Dick's is run by his grandson. I'm not sure if Dick is dead or just retired, but long live Dick's. So I'm sure that I'm sure they're in Seattle. I'm sure they are much more closely aligned to Cynthia Onefeather than me. But I just want to point out the common sense that is beginning to happen all around the country. And it is because the progressives have overplayed their hand, as they always do. And even people who are inclined to agree with them are like, okay, these people are nuts. So I saw a raw interview from, I think it was Como News, might have been King 5, and uh, they they were interviewing Dick's grandson, who seems like a really good guy and trying to do the right thing. So when they pass the head tax, it affects people like him. 
a drive-in. Listen. I live in the city of Seattle, and uh, we're standing in front of my grandfather's restaurant. And uh, Dick's Drive-Ins is really well known for doing charity, for paying good wages, for helping our employees treat this as their first job, not their last job. And I'm getting a little frustrated watching a city that's increased its budget by 32% in the last four years, that's doubled the amount it's spending on homelessness, that doesn't really believe in doing anything that's trackable or has a good return on investment. You know, with Dick's Drive-Ins, we ran a program uh, with a lot of other businesses in the city of Seattle called No Child Sleeps Outside that helps Mary's Place. Mary's Place spends about $8 million a year running about 700 emergency shelter beds. The city is telling us in this plan that for $50 million a year for five years, we'll get 360 shelter beds. It's one of many things, but that isn't enough. They're saying we're going to get 1,500 affordable housing units, but we probably need 15,000 affordable housing units. Instead of mandating that the government's the only one who could build that, they could allow people to build buildings that are dorm-style housing Hmm. for those who don't own cars. Hmm. To be really honest, this is a tax on high-volume, low-margin businesses, like restaurants, and that's where it's going to put the most pain. And it's making restaurants like Dick's Drive-Ins think really strongly about, do we make our workforce more efficient? Do we give less money to charity? Or maybe we just don't be a business in Seattle. And I don't think Dick's is going... that be, though? I mean... You know, let's be really honest. We're not going to build another Dick's Drive-In in the city of Seattle in my lifetime, in all likelihood. Uh, that's because the city of Seattle is making a very clear message that this is not where business is done. And they have no interest in having an honest conversation about homelessness, having an honest conversation about the massive spending that's going on. We're the same size as Boston, but their city government spends $2 billion less. The issue isn't revenue. The issue is how this revenue is being spent and the type of city that we're building and whether we're building it for Seattle of old or the global amazing city that Seattle could be if we work together. And that's why this tax is so frustrating because they forced us to make it about Amazon and how we all know Amazon can afford to pay whatever we want. I mean, Shama Sawant's on record saying she wishes it could be three times higher. And and that's what's really frustrating because this isn't about Amazon at all. This is about the 599 other businesses that provide entry-level jobs, that provide groceries, that provide opportunity for the citizens that live in this city. And really, they're trying to force on us this concept that growth is bad. Growth isn't bad if it's stewarded under good hands. And in fact, growth is the most important thing to all of us getting to a better place. But I think the city of Seattle is so panicked by the situation that they have at hand that they're literally trying to pass a law that can aggressively mitigate growth to give them an opportunity to catch their breath Mm. and maybe come up with a solution. If the nearest largest head tax in the country is $50 and it's six times the nearest head tax, how is that a compromise? If let's say the business community comes out and says, please just give us a one-to-one tax credit. So let's say Dick's Drive-Ins, we can give our tax directly to Mary's Place, who we know will take this money and turn our $100,000 into a million. That wasn't even a conversation with anyone on the council and, frankly, the mayor. And that goes back to how is the money being spent. And finally, in the end, we have a wonderful opportunity for a referendum. Six of our nine council members are up for vote in 2019. And I think the city of Seattle is going to send a pretty clear message that maybe we've gone a little too far. Whoa, whoa. Now, this guy, he might even be a socialist. I don't know. I don't care. But listen to him. He's starting to talk common sense. He's like, look, let's just 
you know, I started reading uh, Carl Sagan's book, The Demon Haunted World, again. I haven't read it since it came out in 1996, 8, someplace in that area. That book changed my life because it was all about the future and technology and saying, this is what's coming. And I'm telling you, you're not going to be able to survive it if you don't know how to think. It changed my mind. It started, it changed my life. It started the first real building blocks of reinforcing question everything. Question everything. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network.